Welcome to the Nourish, Eat, Repeat podcast, helping people who want to improve their health and change their mindset around food so they can live the life they were designed and called for. I am your host, Adrian Delgado, and in this podcast, I'll give you step-by-step action plans to reach your health goals, as well as my favorite recipes I know you and your family will enjoy. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Nourish, Eat, Repeat. So guys, I have a lot to share today, both in content for the nutritional part of the podcast, but also on a personal level. So last week, I shared with you my struggle with booking a vacation and how I had it all planned and then wasn't able to find a rental car. So then we had to basically cancel the whole thing. But... My genius husband pulled through. And I know I do not use those two words together often. So you must all be on the edge of your seats. Like, what did Jim do? He came up with a suggestion. Why don't we fly out of Denver? If we fly out of a different city, maybe they will have rental cars available. And lo and behold, I looked on the website and there it is. There is an SUV just waiting to be driven by the Delgado family. So vacation is back on. I rebooked the flights. The hotels are in in order. The car rental is in place. We are back on for vacation, and I'm in a much better mood today. (laughs) Last week, I was just defeated. And this week, things are looking good. To a point. We still got three more weeks of school. And instead of like, you know, landing this plane in a good place, I feel like we're hitting more turbulence than ever. Uh, We're just barely holding it together in some places. And I wonder if you guys feel that way too. I know by the time you listen to this, school is actually going to be over. So, uh, but I want you to think back a few weeks when you were in those final stages of school. How were you keeping it together? Just to share a quick story about about my experiences, Um, my three older boys leave for school uh, a lot earlier than the girls. The girls are still in uh, fifth grade, so they take a later bus. And this morning was, well, I should say this morning, today was field day. Do you guys remember field day in elementary school and, and middle school? It was the best day. Or I should say it was the best day if you enjoyed being outside and and playing sports. So I thought it was the best day. I just loved being with my friends, loved getting to compete and have fun. And so my daughter Bella wanted to wash her sneakers. She said they were too dirty and she wanted them to be all ready for today. So she washes her sneakers. She washes her sneakers last night, meaning she puts them in the wash machine and then apparently proceeded to forget about them. I was not paying attention. I think I was like working on banking stuff, nothing exciting, but not paying attention to laundry. And so she washed her sneakers last night and apparently they remained in the wash machine until this morning. And then my daughter Charlie decides to throw some laundry in because that's what my kids do before school. And did not look in the wash machine and just stuck all her stuff in the wash machine in the morning. And now it's time to get ready for school. And Bella is screaming, Mom, where are my shoes? 
I was like, didn't you wash them last night? And she said, yeah, but where did, where did dad put them? I'm like, I don't think dad put them anywhere. And all of a sudden I go into the kitchen and the laundry room is off the kitchen and I hear the laundry, the wash machine going. And I'm like, oh no, did you check inside the wash machine? She's like, no, why would I do that? And I opened the lid to the wash machine and there are the sneakers floating in water, soapy water. And Bella flips out. Why would you do laundry now, Charlie? And Charlie's like, why would you leave your sneakers in the wash machine, Bella? And they are going at it. Like, not to the point where they can just argue and figure this out themselves. Like, they're yelling and screaming at each other so loud. Like, I'm running around the corner before a fight breaks out. And so I'm like, Bella, I really think you're going to have to come up with a plan B this morning. She's like, I'm not wearing any other sneakers except these. And she's screaming and she's crying. All I wanted to do was wear these sneakers today for field day. I'm like, honey, why don't you wear your basketball shoes? No, it has to be these sneakers. And my kids, or I should say my girls, are very stubborn at times. Um, they take after me. I'm just going to throw that out there and then never say it again. But they they can be quite stubborn and she had her heart set on wearing these sneakers. And so I'm like, Bella, they're, they're not going to be dry in time. So she sticks them in the dryer. Now, I don't know, we leave for the bus stop at 8.15. It's probably 8.07 at this point. I mean, these sneakers are submerged in water. And now she wants to throw them in the dryer. And I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm like, well, let's please, can you, let's just look for another pair of shoes. No, mom, I'm wearing these. I don't care what you say. Like, fine, you know what? They're your feet. You're going to be wet and probably should have packed her some extra socks. But that girl at 813 took those sneakers out of the dryer and she threw them on, but she took the laces out. Didn't mention that to you earlier. She took the laces out and had them soaking in a bowl of like dish soap. Again, I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. So she's like, where are my laces? I'm like, pretty sure they're in the bowl of water that you left on the counter. And she's like, oh, nothing's going my way. And she takes the shoelaces out. She squeezes them out over the sink and then proceeds to put them in her shoes as she um, is basically like trying to get them on her feet as quickly as possible and get out so she doesn't miss the bus. And so I'm pretty sure she went to school with shoes that were probably dripping water. You know, if she had to move classrooms, I'm sure you could see her little feet marks all over. I'm going to apologize to the people at the middle school, to the janitorial staff, to the teachers that had to listen to her squeak all day long. Um, but this is just where we're at. We apparently like to put shoes in big barrels of water six minutes before we have to leave on the bus. And then hopefully we can see if we can dry them fast. I'll keep you updated on how it went. but. Um, I'm not winning any awards at the end of the year. Like, I'm not arguing either. I don't even have a fight left in me. I feel like we need to go back to the beginning. We need to go back to basics. And we need to just learn how to be dressed appropriately. You know, how to wear clothes that are already laundered and, and dried appropriately. We're just going so far backwards. We're beyond help at this point. So hopefully the end of your school year is working out better than mine. Um, but we are, we're barely, we're barely getting by. Today though, I do want to go back to the basics when it comes to nutrition. All right. Sometimes we get so distracted by all the, the little details that we forget the big 
general ideas. And, and to do that well, we need to just start with some basic education. So today, I am taking you to Nutrition 101. All right, if you've never taken a nutrition course before, or maybe you've always wanted to take a nutrition course, I am going to give you the shortened version of what you would learn in a Nutrition 101 course. We're going to talk about different nutrients. I'm going to explain things to you so that way when we continue to use these words moving forward, you have a really good working understanding of how everything works in your body. Uh, A few weeks ago, I talked about your metabolism and I broke it down into each of the different segments. You know, think of I think I told you like maybe draw like a a tree, is that what they call like a tree diagram, you know, where you start with one word at the top and you work your way down. Uh, We're going to kind of do that again today. So if it's easier for you to grab a pen and paper to help organize your thoughts, um, we're going to go through the six basic nutrients that you need for health. Okay, we're going to narrow this down to six basic nutrients, and then I'm going to take each nutrient and break it down a little bit further. Again, we're not going to get into the intricacies, or we're not going to get really detailed. Um, I'm not going to bore you with a lot of facts, but I do think it's important to understand nutrition. And when you understand the components and why they're important, it gives you more motivation to follow through and to choose those items because you understand their value and what they bring to your body. All right, so we're going to break down the six nutrients. First, though, let's review what are they, right? We've got carbohydrates, proteins, fats, vitamins, minerals, and water, okay? And we call these six nutrients essential, six essential nutrients for health. And essential basically means you must obtain them from the foods you eat. You can't make them on your own. So you can't make a vitamin in your body. You can't make a mineral. You can't make a, a, a fat per se. You need to get these nutrients in your body so that you can, your body can perform appropriately. And we get these nutrients through our foods. Okay, so carbs, proteins, fats, vitamins, minerals, and water. Now, these essential nutrients can be broken down into two categories. All right, so here we go. At the top of your paper, you're going to write down, you know, six essential nutrients. We're going to break them up into three categories. Category one, we're going to call macronutrients. Category two, micronutrients. And then the third category is actually where water falls. That goes in its own category because it doesn't fall under the same um, qualifiers as the macro and the micronutrients. Okay. So under the macronutrient branch, we have three different nutrients. We have carbs, proteins, and fats. We call them macronutrients because we need them in larger volumes. Okay, so when you're looking at a nutrition label, you usually look at carbs, proteins, and fats. They measure them in grams. And even though a gram isn't a large volume per se, like not like a kilogram is, um, it's still in larger amounts than what you need in micronutrients. Okay, so macronutrients are typically measured in grams. And again, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Macronutrients are what provide the body with energy. They provide the body with energy in the form of calories. Remember, calories is a unit of energy. 
All right, so macronutrients are carbs, proteins, and fats. We need them in larger volumes in grams, and they are what give you energy in the form of a calorie. Micronutrients, the second subcategory, are nutrients we need in smaller volumes. All right, so think milligrams, nanograms, micrograms. They're in much, much smaller volumes compared to a regular gram. And in the micronutrient category are vitamins and minerals. Okay, so I told you there were six essential nutrients. Carbs, proteins, and fats are macronutrients. Vitamins and minerals are micronutrients. And then the sixth one, water, is in its own category. Okay, and the thing is, if we do not have enough micronutrients in our diet, you know, it can cause problems. It can cause disruptions. It can cause medical conditions like anemia, osteoporosis, electrolyte imbalances. So even though micronutrients are not a source of calories, they are what make things happen in your body. They're not a source of energy, but they are the catalyst to make things happen in your body. So you can have energy. So you can... I don't know, eat, sleep, drink, run, play, work, think. For every part of your body to work, we need these six essential nutrients to come together, and which is just an amazing complex system, right? If you ever like think about how many things just happen automatically, you have no control over it. You don't even have any control over breathing or or your heart beating, or your food digesting. Like everything just comes together and works. Now, in some people, it doesn't work as well as others, but it, for the most part, works. And it's just such an amazing, complex system. I'm just in awe, right? When I'm, you know, when you think about what the body can do, it's just, it's so inspiring and exciting. All right, so what we're going to do now, now that we understand the different classifications of nutrients, what I want to do is work our way through them. Again, not to overwhelm, but just to give you an understanding of what each of these nutrients do, what role it plays in your body. Because uh, again, when you understand it, you will be more motivated to include it into your diet. All right, so let's start with the one probably everybody is most familiar with. We're going to start with carbohydrates. Now, carbohydrates are your primary energy source. Your body loves to convert carbohydrates into energy. It can do it very efficiently. It can do it very effectively. It's easy to break down. It's easy to convert. Carbohydrates are your body's preferred fuel source when it comes to energy because of how efficiently it can be broken down. All right. Carbohydrates also support your immune system. They help in your brain and nervous system. They help with digestive functions. All right. So carbohydrates play a big role in your body, but I want you to always think energy when you think of carbohydrates. Um, sometimes if you're following a keto diet, which is historically known for being a very, very low carbohydrate diet, uh, sometimes the keto diets will encourage or um, make put a positive spin on something they call the keto flu. When you feel like drained and no energy and it's hard to think and focus. And yes, that's because carbohydrates 
give you energy and help you focus. So it would make sense that when you take those things out of your diet, you do not feel well. Right? So there is a purpose to all these nutrients. There is a role in, for all these nutrients in your diet. And we shouldn't turn something negative into a positive just to put a spin on it and try to uh, convince people that it's healthy. Like the keto flu or flu-like symptoms, I don't care what you're following. It's not desirable to feel like you have the flu. Like I don't know how... Just, I guess, good marketing, right? Like, how can you put a spin on the flu and turn it into a good thing? It just doesn't make sense to me. Like, your body will tell you when it doesn't feel good. And we should always listen to our bodies. It knows best. Some people, when they do lower-carb diets, they don't feel bad. They feel better. Okay? I'm not going to argue if you feel better. But if you don't feel good, don't try to convince me that it's a good thing what you're doing right? So carbohydrates can be broken into two subcategories, complex and simple. All right. So again, we're breaking down the macronutrients. First, we're starting with the carbohydrates. Carbohydrates can be broken into two sections, complex and simple. And basically what that is breaking the carbs into is how much fiber does a carbohydrate have? Not all carbs are created equal. All right, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, beans, nuts, seeds, all those great carbohydrate sources, you know, are not in the same category as white sugar and white flour. They're just not. They're both carbohydrates, but we can't just start throwing all carbs under the bus and saying they're all terrible for you. Complex carbs, things that have more fiber in them, are great for digestion and cardiac health. Um, simple sugars, like white sugar, they taste good. They make products taste great. There is a time and place for both in your diet. But we can't just start saying all of them are bad just because there are a few outliers in that section. It's like if you had a classroom of kids and you had like one or two kids that were disruptive. You can't just say the whole class is terrible. It's, you know, one or two don't provide as many nutrients as the rest of it, but that doesn't mean we throw them all away. There's still value in the other carbohydrates. So we do want a diet that has complex carbohydrates in it. We do because we feel better. And we do want to minimize how much processed sugar we have because we don't feel as good when we eat it. You know, again, when you eat a whole bag of chocolate, you don't feel great. I don't need to tell you that it's bad for you because your body will let you know when you've eaten something to the point of feeling sick. All right. But again, carbohydrates are your body's main fuel source for energy. It's very helpful in a whole host of ways. And we can't lump all carbohydrates into the category as bad because when we are choosing more complex carbs, we have better health. We feel better. Cardiac health, digestive health, very important. Okay. Examples of carbohydrates. I told you whole grains, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds have carbs in them. Oats, brown rice, um, barley. Okay. These are all great sources of carbohydrates. The second macronutrient that your body needs is protein. All right. Every cell needs protein to function properly. 
Protein helps build and repair cells. It's important in the growth and development of muscle cells, bone, uh, to grow hair and skin. Protein forms antibodies in your body. It helps form hormones and enzymes, and it's a fuel source when needed. But ideally, your body wants to use carbohydrates for energy, but it can use protein if necessary. All right. Proteins are made up of one or more chains of amino acids. Excuse me. So I want you to think of amino acids basically as building blocks. And when you string a, a whole group of building blocks together, you come up with a protein chain. All right. Now, amino acids, these building blocks, there are 20 different ones. And these 20 building blocks, these 20 different types of amino acids can be broken up into two categories, essential and non-essential. Now, remember I told you in the beginning, essential means you must get it through your diet. Your body cannot make it on its own. So there are nine essential amino acids, uh, things like leucine and lysine, amongst, there's just a few. And then there's 11 non-essential. Like if you don't get it through your diet, your body can figure it out. Uh, Examples of that would be alanine and aspartic acid. Okay. So we need, obviously, all of these in our diet if possible because they each play a specific role. But some of them our body uh, can figure out on its own and some we need to get through our diet. Now you may have heard the words complete and non-complete proteins. Basically what this means is a complete protein means that it contains all nine essential amino acids. And a non-complete protein would mean it doesn't. It, you know, it might only contain four of the essential amino acids. Complete proteins are foods like meat and poultry, eggs, fish, dairy. Mostly are animal products. The only exception is quinoa. Quinoa falls into the complete protein category. Non-complete proteins are more plant-based proteins, things like grains and nuts and seeds. It's why um, vegetarians sometimes will seek counsel on nutrition uh, for help with nutrition because they want to make sure that they're combining the right incomplete proteins together so that they're acquiring all essential amino acids in their diet. So you may see rice and beans paired together frequently. Rice and beans on their own, rice on its own, beans on it on its own, are non-complete proteins. But when you stick them together and you have the two at the same meal, they become a complete protein source. So it's really important if you're following a vegan diet or more of a vegetarian diet where you're taking some of these animal products out of your diet that you know how to pair incomplete proteins together so that way there are no deficiencies in your diet. Because ideally, like I said, we need those nine essential amino acids uh, through our food. So we want to start combining uh, certain non-complete proteins together to make them complete so you 
so you're healthy, okay? So proteins, examples, we kind of went through them already. Lean meats, poultry, eggs, fish, dairy, beans, nuts, seeds, soy. These are all excellent sources of protein that you can include in your diet. All right, last macronutrient is fat. Now fat can be an energy supply source, right? I think we shared a couple weeks ago, fat is nine calories per gram. So it's more than double the amount of calories of a carb or protein, which both sit at around four calories per gram. So fat can be an energy supply source. It's also very important in building new cells and cell growth. Uh, Every single cell membrane is made out of a fat. So it's a component of every cell in your body. Uh, It's helpful with blood clotting, helps balance blood sugars, brain function, vitamin and mineral absorption, hormone production, and supporting immune function. Okay, so we definitely need fat in our diet. Now, we can break fat down into two categories, saturated and unsaturated. And basically what this means is the source of fat, is it solid at room temperature or is it liquid at room temperature? So a solid at room temperature are going to be things like butter, lard, coconut, animal products, because you know like after you make bacon and if you let the bacon grease sit out, it becomes a solid at room temperature. That's how you know it's a saturated fat, where an unsaturated fat is defined by being a liquid at room temperature. So these are going to be more of your plant oils, all right? We as dietitians typically recommend more unsaturated fats in your diet, and that would be more of getting your fats from a plant source. Um, So things like nuts and seeds and avocados are great sources of unsaturated fat. Okay. Fish can also be a source of fat in your diet. Okay. Like salmon and mackerel, those are fattier fishes. They provide more fat than maybe like a white fish like tilapia or haddock. All right, but we need all three of these macronutrients in our diets. They provide calories, but they also provide a lot of function for us to feel our best. So we can do everything we want to do in this life. Now, the second category is micronutrients. Again, we need these in smaller volumes. And the two nutrients in the micronutrient section are vitamins and minerals. So vitamins... You always hear your parents say, take your vitamins. Vitamins are really helpful in boosting your immune system. They're helpful in cancer prevention, uh, strengthening bones and teeth. They help you absorb minerals. They maintain healthy skin, metabolize protein and carbs. They support healthy blood, and they aid your brain and nervous system in functioning properly. There are two different types of vitamins two different categories. Are you guys seeing a pattern here? Everything is broken up into two categories. With carbs, we had complex and simple. With proteins, we had essential and non-essential amino acids. Fats, we had saturated and unsaturated. And with vitamins, we have fat-soluble and water-soluble. Okay. Basically, all that means is do these vitamins absorb more in the presence of fat or in water? So you have four fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. All right. I told you when we talked about the benefits of fat that they help you absorb vitamins. These are the four. 
A, D, E, and K. Vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin K. A lot of people are deficient in vitamin D, right? I think one of the main reasons for that is a lot of us don't drink whole fat dairy milk anymore. Is that even a word? Did that make sense? We don't drink whole milk. Remember, whole milk used to be called vitamin D milk, right? A lot of us drink low-fat milks now or a non-fat milk. And so when you don't have the fat, you're not absorbing the vitamin D. All right, so good news is, is you can get your vitamin D levels checked on some routine blood work, and you can see if your levels are okay or if you need to supplement. Another reason why I don't think we get as much is we're not outside anymore, and we're not getting that good sunlight because, you know, we have a lot of sunscreen on because we were worried about cancer, rightfully so. But we have the fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K, and then we have the water-soluble vitamins, which is all the B vitamins and vitamin C. So we actually have eight B vitamins, all right? We have one, two, three, five, six, seven, nine, and 12. We have vitamin one, vitamin two, vitamin three, vitamin five, vitamin six, vitamin seven, vitamin nine, vitamin 12, okay? Um, you may know vitamin, or vitamin one, B1, better known as thiamine. You might know B2, better known as riboflavin, B3 as niacin, B9 as folate, B7 as biotin. Those are more of the common names. And obviously, vitamin C is just plain vitamin C. Here's the thing. If you're eating a diet rich in fruits and vegetables, you're basically going to get all you need. This is why we do such a big push for kids to make sure they're eating five servings of produce a day, for adults to be closer to seven to nine servings a day, right? Because if you don't get enough produce in your diet, you may need to supplement. If you have digestive issues, you may need to supplement because your body isn't absorbing these vitamins the way it needs to. Okay. Now the thing with water soluble vitamins, it's pretty difficult to have toxicity. If you are taking an excess of water soluble vitamins, um, sometimes my clients will be taking a multivitamin and a B complex and a separate B vitamin. You know, if you're taking too much, most likely you're just going to pee it out. So you'll have expensive urine, but the fat-soluble vitamins, we do need to be a little bit more careful with because you can store them in your liver, all right? But again, if you are eating an adequate diet with tons of fruits and vegetables in it, you're most likely getting what you need without the need to supplement. The only exception with that is the vitamin D. That one I do uh, recommend getting checked just because so many people are low, all right? The other micronutrient are things called minerals. Again, two categories. Big surprise here. We have major minerals and then we have trace minerals. So the major minerals are magnesium, calcium, phosphorus, sulfur, sodium, potassium, and chloride. Major minerals are responsible for balancing water levels, maintaining your skin, hair, and nails, and improving bone health. And then we have something called trace minerals that we need in our diet. This would be iron, selenium, zinc, uh, manganese, chromium, copper, iodine, fluoride, and molybdenum. 
Now, these trace minerals are responsible for strengthening bones, preventing tooth decay, helpful in blood clotting. They carry oxygen, they support your immunity, and they maintain a healthy blood pressure. All right. Minerals are found in lean red meat, seafood, iodized salt, dairy, nuts and seeds, veggies, green leafy foods, fruits, poultry, fortified breads and cereals, egg yolks, whole grains, and beans. So you may be thinking of that list like, oh, that's a lot of different foods. And the answer is yes, that is. That is why it's so important to eat a varied diet. When you start eliminating foods or complete food groups, it absolutely increases your risk of deficiency. A lot of my clients are creatures of habit. They like to eat the same breakfast and the same lunch and they rotate the same dinners. Especially, I think one of the diets that's hardest to get variety in is the if it fits your macros diet. Because those people have done so much work at trying to figure out how many carbs and proteins and fats they need that they tend to just eat the same foods over and over and over again because they don't want to go through the work of having to try to count everything again. All right. So when you only eat the same five to 10 foods over and over again and you don't have variety in your diet, it can cause mineral deficiencies. Okay. So again, if I can put my plug in there to make sure you're eating a variety of different foods, like try not to eat the same thing over and over. Or if you do eat the same thing over and over, can you change up the components? Meaning if every day you like to have cereal for breakfast, can you add different fruits to that cereal? Maybe Mondays you add banana and Tuesday you add blueberries and Wednesdays you add strawberries. You know, how can you mix up components of the meal if you like to eat the same things over and over again? You know, if you don't have to take out foods from your diet, there's no health reason why you have to take out major food groups. Don't. Because those foods are offering you a rich supply of vitamins and minerals that your body needs. It doesn't mean you need to eat a food, you know, you can never eat it or you have to eat it, you know, every day you have to get this food in. No, if we eat a variety over time, our body is going to get what it needs. All right. So those are the macronutrients and those are the micronutrients. The last category, the one that's on its own is water. Now, water is extremely important. Obviously, you can only survive a few days without water. There's a whole host of of processes it's involved in, such as regulating your temperature. It flushes toxins out of your body. It transports nutrients, helps deliver oxygen, uh, aids in digestion, prevents constipation, lubricates your joints, acts as a shock absorber. Uh, It's a component of most cells, and it's necessary for growth and reproduction. All right. Most of the organs in your body are predominantly, they're made up of water. Your brain is 75% water. Your blood is 83% water. Your heart is 79% water. Bones are 22% water. Muscles, 75% water. Your liver's 85% water and your kidneys, 83% water. If that doesn't convince you of why drinking water throughout the day is really important for your body, you know, again, your body is mostly water. For men, 
their average is about 60% water, anywhere between 50 and 65% of their body is water. For women, it's anywhere between 45 and 60%. Our water um, percentage is a little bit lower because we have a higher fat percentage. Again, we're responsible and we're tasked with repopulating the entire world. So we need a little bit of extra body fat to make sure that we can maintain our own body weight while growing another tiny human. So water is one of those components. It is essential. We need it. Uh, Not only do you get it through drinking water, but also through your foods. Things like fruits and vegetables have a very high water content. So um, it's a great way to increase your hydration is to be increasing your fruits and vegetables. I always recommend drinking water first thing in the morning just to work towards your your hydration needs. But a lot of times overnight, a lot of us are mouth breathers and we're losing hydration when we sleep. So replenishing that. Now that it's summertime, we have the, you know, we have the cue of the sun and sweating to help remind us to drink more water, but we need to be drinking water all year round. And then especially if we're exercising, our water intake needs to increase even more. All right. So that is your Nutrition 101 course in about 30 minutes. We talked all about what are the six essential nutrients. We broke them down into different categories. We explained their function and their role in your body. We gave you sources of those nutrients uh, and hopefully really gave you a better understanding of why we need them in our body and giving you the motivation to be including them throughout the day as much as possible. All right. So that way you can thrive and feel your best, minimize risk of disease or manage disease that you already may have. Um, But to feel your best, we need these nutrients in our body as much as possible. All right. I want to get you your recipe for the, the week. And it's a sheet pan caprese pizza. All right. So For this recipe, you're going to need a pound of fresh prepared whole wheat pizza dough, a tablespoon of olive oil, a three-quarter teaspoon of kosher salt divided, a half a teaspoon of black pepper divided, eight ounces of fresh mozzarella cheese thinly sliced, two cups of baby heirloom tomatoes, either halved or quartered, a half a cup of loosely packed fresh basil leaves, and two tablespoons of balsamic glaze. So the first thing you're going to do is place a large baking sheet in the oven, preheat that oven to 450 degrees, and you're going to stretch the pizza dough into about a 10 by 15 inch rectangle on a large sheet of parchment paper. Go ahead and brush the dough evenly with oil and sprinkle half a teaspoon of the salt and a quarter teaspoon of the pepper. Transfer that um, parchment paper onto the hot baking sheet in the preheated oven and bake until the crust begins to brown, which is about 10 minutes. Next, you're going to remove the crust from the oven, top it evenly with the cheese and tomatoes and return that back to the oven at 450 degrees just until the cheese melts. So it's only going to be about two minutes. It's going to be really quick. And then finally, remove that from the oven, sprinkle it with the fresh basil, the remaining salt and pepper, and drizzle with the glaze. And that will make six servings. And, um, a great summer recipe. You know, you could even make that on the grill if you didn't want to throw it in the oven, but it's very uh, seasonal 
it's delicious. I know I just bought a whole bunch of tomatoes and mozzarella and basil today, so I can be making these recipes too. And I um, hope you enjoy this one. Let me know what you think. All right, guys, I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Nourish Eat Repeat podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please rate, review, and share with others so we can reach and help more people. For more information about nutrition, how to work with a dietitian, or about any of our programs, visit our website at bodymetricshealth.com. You can also find us on socials. We're on Instagram and Facebook at bodymetricshealth. The book Nourish Eat Repeat is available on our website and Amazon in both paperback and ebook versions. Once again, I'm Adrienne Delgado, and I'll see you next week.